I don't know about this, Alistair. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's working. It's look. It's working. Just, just say what I told you to say. Someone could be listening. Okay. This is WSPR, The Whisper, Sea Shallow's best, only news sending. Spellcasting live since 20 seconds ago. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello and welcome to WSPR, The Whisper bringing you all the news that's fit to hear here in Sea Shallow. I'm Alistair Featherbright, current denizen of the Third Ring, and your host. Today, we bring you uh, news, events, things from around the city. And as this is our first magical spell cast ever, we thought to bring you along on a quick tour of our offices. Offices, plural. It's... Your dad's basement. Here in our offices are some of the latest inventions by the mad artificers of the second ring. My own desk and chair. Um, Rocky, Grenadierite, my co-worker and fellow Sea Shallow resident. We have a specialized wand bearing a particularly interesting adaptation of the well-known sending spell for the purpose of spellcasting, as we like to call it. This wand adapts the sending spell, so rather than a short message to one recipient, we continuously can send longer messages to anyone with an appropriately tuned sending stone. Available at the workshop of Miss Skylar Crowspark in the Third Ring, and we hope soon at other shops as well. Quite remarkable, really, that they, they're so clever, and it's it's a, such a simple, interesting spell. Alistair, mm. <laughs> shouldn't you um, yes. talk about the city like you told me? Ah, yes, 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 yes. Um, right, right. Today's items of interest. The Midwinter Festival is next week. Do you have your costume ready? Sea Shallow residents of all ages are looking forward to letting their hair down a bit and celebrating nearing the end of our long winter. <laughs> the Guild of Dung Sweepers would like to remind everyone that the celebration is beautiful and excessive celebration means higher guild fees for their cleanup efforts. Also, magical glitter and our fair city's canals do not mix. Please dispose of your magical garbage properly. After the close of the festival, the Collegium of Mages will be electing a new Archmage of the Conjuration School. After the untimely passing of Rinbold the Blue in a magical accident brought about by their research into the Astral Plane and the inhabitants thereof. We have a report that Rinbold attempted to open a stable portal to the Astral and engage with one of its denizens, only to be um, swallowed whole by either the denizen or the portal. It's unclear, leaving behind only a pair of boots. All eligible wizards, sorcerers, and other graduates of the Conjuration School are encouraged to attend and cast their votes. Two masked tabaxi were seen fleeing Gildergott's potions as a fog cloud burst from the store. Council guards were in pursuit, but the thieves 
were able to run faster and throw a vial of oil into the guard's path and to turn to gas by drinking a potion. They escaped. Mix Gildegott, a gnome of some 150 years of age, claimed that the two made off with more than a thousand gold pieces worth of merchandise and had broken a number of windows and display cases within their shop. When I inquired about the lack of broken glass in their shop, Mix Gildegott slammed the door in my face after telling me to mind my own business. Rather rude, I should say. <clears throat> The shop itself has been a fixture of the Artificer's Quarter in the Second Ring for some 100 years, as I learned from nearby residents. I was informed by the oldest residents I encountered, one Felix Bradshaw, 75, a Triton from the Southern Islands, residing in Sea Shallow ever since her retirement from the merchant vessel Rywin's Blessing. Miss Bradshaw informed me that Mix Gildegott has been a good neighbor for much of that time, barring the occasional explosion of alchemy gone wrong or the time they allegedly tried to create a poisonous variation of the fog cloud spell, and the entire neighborhood was evacuated until council majors could control the resulting deadly gas and direct it into the air away from the city. This was some 25 years ago, according to Miss Bradshaw, and she informed me that the following council guard investigation cleared Mix Gildegott of any wrongdoing. Hey, everybody, just wanted to jump in for one quick second to say, hope you're really enjoying the podcast. It would be super cool if you would leave us a rating and review, hopefully that nice five stars on whatever platform you're listening to us on, Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, other stuff. Those ratings super help us out. I get a warm, fuzzy feeling when I hear them, and it lets other people find the show. And if you like what you hear, you can head on over to Patreon and support us there. That would be extra cool. Patreon.com slash The Roll Report. You can get early access to merch drops, all of our bonus content, all kinds of other cool stuff. And best of all, maybe you won't have to hear me say this ever again. You'll get ad-free episodes. So if you like what you hear, go on over, check us out. Lots of cool stuff. And now back to the show. And now the weather. It's nice out. My second cousin, twice removed, Typhoon, is a water genasi, and she says there will be a storm soon. The council guard is available for help with weatherproofing your homes if requested. It is unknown if Archdruid Tefist will control the weather beyond their grove in the first ring as they have when the city was threatened by a hurricane three years ago. The inner ring has been a buzz recently with talk of the impending estate sale of the great adventurer Daruna Galeforger. The well-known dwarven adventurer and cleric of the Stormfather passed recently, peacefully, in his sleep. His friends said on his passing it was the unlikeliest way they thought he would go, given his years of dangerous living. With no known kin, Mr. Galeforger's property will be auctioned this weekend along with his magnificent estate in the inner ring, and proceeds split between the city coffers and children of the storm, 
the charitable foundation established by Mr. Gale Forger to look after children orphaned by the sea. In some unpleasant tidings, a shipment of cargo in the fifth ring is reported to have contained undead rather than magical spell components and such as the manifest claimed. As numerous crates were being unloaded from the vessel Reef Cutter, captained by a Mr. Aloki of the fifth ring, five zombies burst forth and began to stumble towards dock workers nearby. Luckily, the zombies were not particularly swift, and a detachment of the council guard quickly contained the dock until a cleric could arrive and destroy them. A sergeant of the guard was unwilling to answer my questions concerning the origins of the crates containing the zombies, as was Captain Aloki, and this reporter will not speculate or fabricate any story that we report on- Alistair. Right. Well, I think the truth is important, Rocky, and I think I should hope our listeners do too. <clears throat> I apologize. In any case, I was unable to discover where the vessel had acquired its cargo, but I hope to do so. Hmm. Moving on. Our main story today, of course, and most likely for the foreseeable future, the Wizard's Tourney. The tourney begins next week and is open to all those of a wizardly persuasion until the day before the tourney would begin. As we're all no doubt aware, this is the first wizard's tourney in 100 years, although no one I've spoken to is quite sure why. The history of the tourney, at least as recorded, goes back several hundred years to shortly after the founding of our fair city by the gathered, gathered tradesfolk of the Pentelamar Archipelago. Passages in the journals of an archmage of the time, known as Ixlaw the Red, describe the establishment of the tourney as a means to settle some disputes amongst mages from different islands and schools. The tourney was initially held every year, although quickly changed to a once-per-decade format. Notes from this time indicate some tensions between the various magical schools that sprung up here on Sea Shallow and the merchant trading houses that were attempting to establish a city. Thereafter, once per decade, wizards of all schools and species would flock to Sea Shallow to compete in feats of magical prowess in a specially constructed arena. In the first century of the tourney's existence, it was strictly limited to magic practitioners only, and no audience was allowed. Eventually, as the city grew and tourists from all over the archipelago would flock to the city during the tourney, the event was open to the public and the arena was redesigned to protect the audience from stray magical effects. Now, as best we at WSPR... Alistair, there's just you and me. Who's we? As best we can tell, the wizard's tourney continued relatively unchanged for the next 220 years. The historical record becomes a bit more vague. It seems that no further Archmage's diaries ended up in the publicly accessible libraries. But... I have a plan to get into the library of the Enchanted Spire. Maybe don't say that into the ether. Of course, of course, yes. Um, no plans whatsoever. None. In any case, in any case, 100 years ago, the attorney was abruptly cancelled, and records are curiously mute as to why. It seems something may have happened, but following the tourney, what is known is that the Archmage's Council met and declared the tourney would cease and not be held again. The various merchant guilds and other businesses that had grown in Sea Shallow, partly in response to the popularity of the Wizard's Tourney, raised furious questions only to be met with silence. And until recently, the matter seemed to be closed. Only one month ago, the Sea Shallow Council, uh, not 
the, Ma the Archmage's Council, interestingly enough. The Seashell Council announced the return of the tourney under its previous rules and regulations. And so here we are. Announcements were sent magically to the many islands, and immediately the lists filled with a new generations of wizards eager to test their mettle and a cadre of the more senior wizards wishing to prove their magical might. The city has begun filling with folk from all over the archipelago, bringing a vibrancy of color and life to our fair city. And I'm told the Collegium Archmages are working together on a solution for that most vexing of problems. How and where to build a stadium capable of housing such an event safely. Early guesses have put the population of our fair city more than doubling for the duration of the tourney, which may indeed put a strain on the many magics and beings responsible for the water flow and safety and health of Seashallow. Regardless, we here at WSPR... Who is this we? ...will be eagerly awaiting the results. If you or someone you know is passionate about wizard duels and the tourney, please send a paper bird to Rocky Granadierite for an interview. WSPR is attempting to embed a reporter of news in the tourney to commentate on the many duels, and this could be you. And, well, this concludes our initial spellcast. Sending cast. Something. Note to self, must get a better name for this sort of thing. Join us again at the specialized sending, or perhaps in this case, uh, receiving, <laughs> stones will bring you the sounds of WSPR anytime you wish. Thank you very much, dear listeners. You could just say thank you, Mom. Thank you, all of our listeners. We'll be back with all the items of interest fit to hear. Um, hmm, how, how does this stop, uh, uh, this, uh, Rocky, do you remember? <laughs>